You're now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Let us notice Psalms, or Proverbs, excuse me. Let's notice Proverbs, the 28th chapter. Let's notice the book of Proverbs and the 28th chapter. We're going to look at one verse of scripture in the book of Proverbs 28, then we are going to call your attention to the book of First Timothy. And so we're first going to travel to the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter number 28 is where we are going to begin, and then we are going to travel to the book of First Timothy, and we're going to consider one verse in the book of First Timothy, that being... Uh, Verse number 17, and before we look at Proverbs, the 28th chapter, we certainly want to do our Bible checks, amen. If you have your Bibles, just raise your Bible up. If you have your Bibles, amen, raise them high. I want folks to look around at how many folk brought their Bibles to church this morning. God bless you. God bless you. If you're a visitor, if you should ever return, we ask that you bring your Bibles with you to church. Pastor Cochran, again, a lot that I do look can, can be considered old school, but I... I just pray that everyone will have their Bibles when they come to church. Have your Bibles uh, when you come to church. Amen. Notice Proverbs, the 28th chapter. Notice Proverbs, the 28th chapter. Proverbs 28 and verse number 25. I need you all to pay close attention in which you you do a good job of that. And I'm, I'm appreciative. Amen. We have an attentive audience. I think we have here. Again, I count myself blessed to pastor this church because we have a lot of folk who who truly love the word. Y'all love the word, amen, and I appreciate that. Notice Proverbs, the 28th chapter, and verse number 25. Notice what the scripture says now. He who is of a proud heart stirs up strife. But he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. He who is of a proud heart stirs up strife. When a person has a proud heart, he or she is, is a troublemaker. Is a person who's known for causing misery. A person proud in heart is not just going to create or cause trouble a misery in their own life, but they're going to bring misery and trouble to those who are connected with them. And uh, I don't want to be connected strongly to anybody who has a proud heart. Notice, because, because they're going to stir up strife. Y'all know I'm right about it. You, you, you know some folk that just keep up mess and confusion. Pastor, not in the church. Yes, in the church you have messy people. You have folk that get taught one way but live another way. See, and like it or not, they proud in heart. 
But the Bible said, but whoever trusts in the Lord, see, this person who's trusting in the Lord is the opposite, is the antithesis of the proud person in heart. But he who trusts the Lord will be prospered. Notice First Timothy. Travel with me to the book of First Timothy. Put your eyes on these this morning. You got to use table of contents. Use your table of contents. First Timothy 6. Uh, good word this morning. I feel it. It says good word this morning. I feel it. Now remember Proverbs we're talking about the proud in heart. He's also speaking about the person who trusts the Lord will be prospered. One thing I want y'all to know even before I start, that, that, that if you make up in your mind, I ain't talking about no back and forth stuff. If you make up in your mind to trust God at all times and to trust God with all things or with everything, listen to me. The least of your worries is going to be prospering. You, you, I'm, I'm telling you, blessing is going to chase. Man, I ain't getting, I ain't, Lord, I said blessing going to chase you down. God got for waiting to bless you. Why are they waiting to bless you? Because you one of the ones that he know trusts him. So though your job may play out, the God you trust never plays out. Never gets voted out. I don't worry about being blessed. I focus on trusting God. Because notice what the scripture says now. Command those who are rich in this present age. And we talked about that proud hearted person. Command those who are rich in this present age. First Timothy 6 verse 17. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty nor to trust, watch this, in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Y'all didn't get happy enough right there. Lord, have mercy. Look at the God we serve. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be halted nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us, who gives us, who gives us. Who is the us in the verse? Those who trust him. He gives us richly all things to enjoy. And see, when you talk about rich, I know immediately some folk going to think about the billionaires, the millionaires, and the trillionaires. But I only want to look at them in two groups. Really. Rich and the poor. The have and the have nots. And I want to remind you before I teach this that most of us are not the have nots. Pastor, I ain't rich. I ain't got a million dollars. You got God? 
Is God with you? Is God fighting for you? Oh, you one of them halves then. Yeah, you one of them halves. I want to teach you on the subject this morning. Trust God and enjoy life. Trust God and enjoy life. Amen. Let's give him a praise for the word. Trust God and enjoy Right. So a lot of folk will try to teach people how to enjoy life. A lot of folk try to teach folk what they need to do in order to enjoy life. But to be honest with you, a lot of it is 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 misleading. And if you ain't careful, if you get to listening to the wrong people, you can get you can begin to go down roads or paths that you think is gonna cause you to enjoy life, but it's gonna bring bring trouble your way. And some of us are witnesses of that. Things that had us laughing. One minute, that same thing had us crying the next minute. Come on, somebody know what I'm talking about. But notice that before I can deal with enjoying life, I want to deal with the proud in heart. And when I talk to you about the proud in heart, Received this morning that being proud in heart has to do with a person's mindset. Notice he said proud in heart. In their mindset, their choices and feelings. When a person is proud in heart, he or she is proud when it comes to their mindset. And, and, and I really need to, to deal with this this morning because no doubt we have some folk in church this morning who you're proud in heart. When it comes to the choices that, that you make, you choose to do what you do out of a proud heart. You'd be surprised how many folk God has been good to, that he has shown mercy to. But yet they're so proud in heart, in their choices, that they would even say to the Most High that I don't need God to enjoy life. I don't need to serve God in order to be to be happy. When you're proud in heart, one of the biggest mistakes you make is to make yourself your source of happiness. Trying to work out everything on your own because you really don't feel like God is all that important.
And so you're proud in heart. You're proud in your mind. In your, when it comes to your thinking. In your choices. And in your feelings. Let's look at three definitions of being proud in heart. So we can just really break down the word this morning. Because somebody needs to turn this morning. Somebody needs to have a change of heart. Somebody need to get off the path that you own. Somebody need to get away from the people that you hang with. Somebody need to break loose. Come on, somebody. Anybody remember being in sin and, and, and thinking you was enjoying yourself, thinking you were just living it up? But do you remember how God dealt with you? Come on, somebody. Do you remember how he dealt with you that there needed to be a change? Come on, i never forget how God dealt with me. I'll never forget. He brought me to what I call a crossroad in my life. And he basically just said to me that I needed to consider my choices. And that it needed to be a change in my life. See, sadly, with most people, probably one of the number one reason that a lot of folk can't change and, and sustain the change because they won't quit hanging with the wrong people. Come on. I, I'm talking about your family. There are times. Oh, I'm, I'm going to teach you. That if God going to do in you what he wants to do, you got to break loose from family. Got to be a disconnect from the person that you always consider your girl. That's my boy right there. Yeah. And as long as he your boy, you going to stay a boy. Because your boy ain't interested in being a man. I'm preaching right already. You got to break loose. And enough just to be tired. You, you, you got to get to the point where you are willing to allow God... To free you. Come on. From folk that don't have your best interests. When you're proud in heart, it says about you that you're haughty. Or you're high-minded. These type folk think they know more than God. God trying to tell you which way to go. But look at your proud self. Thinking you know more than God. I hear the preacher, but, but I don't care what he say today. I'm going to continue doing me. See, God sent the preacher to help you. God kept me up throughout the night. That I might be a blessing to somebody. Give somebody wisdom. Help somebody enter into the better that I have for. But when you halt it, when you high-minded, can't nobody tell you nothing. And see, you never too old to be told what you need to do. Come on, somebody. I don't care if you got your 
AARP card and done had it for 20 years. You never too old. Come on. But you have folk who are high-minded. It's all right to have an opinion. When you start thinking your opinion is the only opinion, see something wrong with you. Gonna be hard for folk to connect with you. Gonna be hard for folk to live with you. Cause you think your opinion is the only opinion? Can I teach right? At the end of the day, we all got opinions. But you gotta get to the point to where you can say about your opinion when it comes to God's word, my opinion don't matter. I just need to do this thing how God tells me to do it. And what I think about it really doesn't matter. And so you'll start there as an immature person. But the more you grow in God, you learn when your opinion don't line up with his word, you give him praise. You give him praise for dealing with you. You give him praise for correcting you. I give God praise that he let me know that's you, son, and not me. That's your way and not my way. You think I'll be where I am this morning doing it my way? Most of the time we are our own worst enemies. There's somebody here this morning, if you stop messing you up, y'all didn't get it, if you stop messing you up, don't worry about the lies they're telling you. Stop messing you up. You'll learn lies can't hold you down. Come on, your enemies are not any match for the, for the God that you serve. But as long as you're high-minded, i got to move on, you're going to continue messing you up. Number two, it is a person who lacks humility. When, when, when you lack humility, you are not teachable. Come on. There's some young adults in here this morning. One of the main reasons you suffering the way you are is because you didn't, you didn't take heed to good parenting. You became unteachable. Come on. You here this morning. Mama couldn't tell you nothing. I said, Mama couldn't tell you nothing. You knew who you was in love with. Mama told you, no, 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 no. Yeah, but I loved it, him. And see, I said that for a reason, because even when you look in the church, there are people who are not, they're not teachable. When, when, no, no, this. When you're teachable, you are not just willing to listen, but you're willing to apply what you heard. Some of us, yeah, we're going to come to church. But are we going to listen? Are we going to apply? What is being said? What is being preached? What is being taught? Uh, watch this. Are you going to change? Are you going to change based upon what you heard? Or are you un?
teaching. See, like it or not, whenever we refuse to be taught of God, life itself, when you're hard-headed, come on, life going to teach you some stuff. Come on, I should have got more amen. I, I said life, going down that hard road, is going to make you wish you listen to mama. Daddy knew what he was talking about all along, but I wouldn't listen to dad. I, I didn't listen to pastor. But see, when we're not willing to learn of God, then you're going to learn some things the hard way. How many of you can just admit this morning that you ain't always been saved and there were some things you learned? Watch this. Hold on. The hard way. Now, hold on. That you didn't have to learn it that way. Come on. You didn't have to. Everything ain't. Look at what I say. Everything ain't got to be hard. Oh, come on. Teach it to somebody else. Tell them everything ain't got to be hard. Ain't got to be complicated. Ain't got to be difficult. Come on, ain't got to be a whole lot of drama and stuff. Just listen. Listen to people who have your best interests. I never correct a person without having their best interests at heart. That, 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 that's because I'm, I'm God shepherd. Are y'all hearing me? But when a person becomes unteachable, when a woman is married and don't know how to be a wife, but won't listen to a seasoned woman, whoo, who started out like that too. It ain't always easy to submit to a good man. Come on, come on. Because it's in a woman's nature to buck her husband. Oh, I'm teaching right. Brother should be getting happy. It's in her nature to put you in your place. To dominate the man. But see, a seasoned woman will tell you sometimes, girl, just shut your mouth. Shut your mouth and let God fight your battles. Don't drive him away. Drive him to the altar. Drive him to repair. Get on your knees and call on him. And watch him come back in the room and say, girl, I wronged you. I can't tell you how many times I done went to Donna with an humble spirit. When I left out, I knew I'd get up and praying. I ain't been sleeping right. I ain't been resting. Food ain't tasting right. 
But when you unteachable, your answer will be in somebody, but you ain't willing to listen to them. Look how many young folk don't know how to parent. But don't want to listen. Don't want to listen to Papa. Ah, Papa, you just soft. You ain't gone soft. I learned sometimes soft good. Because I tried being hard all the time. Let's see, one more. Finally, a person proud in heart just simply trusts in themselves. Notice Second Samuel. Let's deal with it because we I'm moving. Second Samuel. Notice Second Samuel. See, right now God dealing with some folk. Yeah, yeah, he's dealing with some folk. I don't want to take that conviction off of he need to deal with you. Because you ain't been listening. Second Samuel twenty two. You know, you can call folk you love and say, Hey, look, when you get some time, uh I need to talk to you. <laughs> now that same person, if they knew you were gonna put a piece of money in their hand, you know what they you know what they'll say to you? I, I, I can stop by today. <laughs> but when they sense it in your voice or or see it in your face that now this is one of them talks. Some folk don't call you back. They don't. They they they, they don't want the correction. See, y'all gotta hear what I'm saying. I, I I see folk living a jacked up life, and I'm trying to tell them, look, Jesus is the way. They homeless and riding a bicycle and trying to tell me. Brother, I know what I'm talking about. You ain't got to live that life. It ain't got to be that way. And I hate when folks tell me stuff. Well, I'm just playing the hand I would dealt. See, I always tell them, God don't play cards. God will change your life. God don't play Uno. He'll change your life. Where, 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 where you can't teach an old dog new trick. Ooh, I didn't know you was a dog. I thought you were made in the image of God. And it ain't ever too late to change until you done went to a place where even God himself don't deal with you no more. See, I'm trying to help somebody because this way you go. One of the worst things happening in our day and time when it comes to good preachers, good pastors, God has said to good men, leave them alone. I'm done with him. Don't try no more. See, he got quiet then. Because he don't care how much I mess up. God, don't take your hands off me. God, don't remove your mercy.
from me. That, that's right. Even if I wrong you, you ain't got to find me. I'm going to find you. Why? I need his mercy. I'll chase you down. I won't let you get out that parking lot without me telling you, hey, what I said and the way I said it. Forgive me. See, it ain't about you. It's, it's about I don't want God to, to take his mercy from me. Come on, somebody. But, but see, sit down. We living in a time now. I told y'all last week. God is turning people over to themselves. And the world don't even recognize that it's a judgment and a curse that you're seeing right now. Folk don't want nothing to do with God. I don't do church no more. I don't need church. God ordained church. You just might be in the wrong church. But don't judge the new church by the old church standards. Come on, somebody. I'm saying don't judge us for where you come from. Don't call every preacher a crook. Because your last pastor was low down and dirty. You knew it. You just liked the way he sang. You see, one of the worst things can happen for you is for you to be doing what you don't have no business doing. And God ain't sending nobody to you. You, you just don't realize what a bad place you in. Because you stuck on stupid. You say stuff like that. They, they better, I'm, I'm a grown. I do, I'm, I'm grown. Nobody telling me what to do. All up in my business. But see, it's a wonderful thing when God get in your business. It's a wonderful thing when you come to church and God is talking like this and, and you looking like, who is this man? Second Samuel 22. It's some good stuff. See, I, I don't want to be proud in heart. Second Samuel 22 and verse 28. Notice what the Bible says. You will save the humble people. See, God loves saving folk who walk in humility. Even when you mess up, if you are humble yourself, God will save you. Come on, somebody. He'll give, he'll give you deliverance. You say, well, and guess what people know about your situation when folk know you that messed up? Experienced folk know. Yeah, they blew it. But man, I hope that boy humble himself. Because I know if he do it, God will save him. God will help him. Come on, somebody. Many of us done messed up. Come on. Some, some of us done did things that you don't want nobody to know. And God saved you. Because you humbled yourself. Come on. Yeah, we ought to give him a praise for that. I said he saved you from your own mistake. 
Yeah, he did. But the only reason he did it was because you humbled yourself. See, sometimes it's necessary to go to God and just say, Lord, I didn't do it the way you told me to do it. Have mercy. Come on. Anybody ever needed money, but you knew one of the primary reasons you needed it is because you didn't do, didn't do right with it when you had it. Anybody ever been there? And you just, and, and, and you just went to him right. <laughs> Some of y'all look at me. I said, you just went, Lord. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. I shouldn't have put that on that credit card. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. But then, but then you say, but Lord, if you send me some more money. Lord, if you bless us again. I'm going to break this thing down. Lord, if you give me another bonus. I'll give you what's yours. Call somebody to bless me again and I'll bless your house. Come on, because some of you got it and didn't do right with it. But see, I'm a witness. All you got to do is humble yourself. And the same way he did it before, come on, where my witnesses at? He'll do it again. I said he'll do it again. Yes, he will. He'll do it the same way he gave you that job. And you messed it up and got fired. It was your fault. Wasn't no racism. The devil is a lie. Was you being late all the time and lazy. But even in that. See, I'm teaching right and some folk don't like her. We, we like to think everything is a trial. Pastor, they're against me down there. You know, bam, you have to talk to you like, okay, okay, so, so there's another company in Noonan against you. Hmm. So don't nobody like you down now. They all like to get you. Even the person that helped get you talk, yeah, Pat, she ain't for me. Sometimes we just mess up. Sometimes the pastor just, just mess up. We say, I know. I know how to go before. I know how to get low. Come on. It's me, oh Lord. You will save the humble people. But your eyes are on the haughty. That you may bring them down. See, haughty folk like to think they ride in high. Therefore, who have a proud heart. But in their heart, in their feelings. They think they untouchable. Go to Second Timothy. See, there are folks in jail who thought they was un untouchable. 
They locked up right now. They thought they was un, 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 untouchable. Come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Folk got age right now. Hitting everything that moves. And thought they was untouchable. I'm going to say this. Some of y'all ain't going to like it. One thing I learned when I was in the streets is that a lot of time it was them girls. And I ain't talking about nobody now. That everybody wanted. That was the ones that. Y'all don't feel me? See, when you think you untouchable. <laughs> mm, I better leave that alone. That's too graphic. Second Timothy. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm t- I know what it's like to think. Be so proud and hard. God warning you. Some of you, he warning you. Through this message, he warning you. Because see, when you won't listen, everybody that's got something, and when I'm talking about got something, I mean something bad. They don't look like it. And so you never know when what you're about to do, thinking you grown, this right here, this decision right here, finna change your life. When this man done with you, not only are you going to hate him because you recognize he never loved you, but what he gave you is going to stick with you. And see, it's going to be sad because you're going to say, hey, I would have just listened to that preacher and got out of that relationship. But see, it's something about being proud that you think you're untouchable. It ain't going to happen to me. Come on. Is this too much for y'all? That, that's what all the players say. Come on, we're my former players. We're my former players. One of my former players that got played. <laughs> okay, I want to see y'all too. <laughs> Thought you was untouchable though, didn't you? Until you got with her and she was the player. It's hard for brothers to admit stuff like that. So since y'all ought to give them a hand. It's hard for brothers to it's hard for brothers to come in like that. Ain't you ever notice about me and they always the players, they never getting played. (laughs) 
I remember the first time I seen a grown man cry. Big strong man. Wanted to jump on me. About a girl. I was sitting there weighing about 145. He about 250 and cut. Tears in his eye. Man, leave her alone. Second Timothy. I'm going to teach you right. I'm going to teach it right. And me and Donna, we're still going out to eat this afternoon, but I'm going to teach it right. She's she not going to counsel that. She's not going to do that. Second Timothy 3. No, she's not. But know this. Because, see, I'm trying to help somebody. Second Timothy 3. I'm trying to help somebody. This message is designed to help somebody. If you're getting something else out of it, your mind ain't where it need to be because I'm, I'm striving to help somebody. I really am. But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unfit. Do you see any of it? Slanderers. Without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, look, 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 haughty. But this is what I want y'all to see. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. See, folks. Because they're high-minded. They're lovers, don't just mind you say, of pleasure. More than being lovers of God. Look at Hebrews. I'm, I'm about to come in. Look at Hebrews. See, they're haunted. Lovers of pleasure. Look at Hebrews. Eleven. We almost about to come, come to that close. Hebrews 11 and, and, and verse 24. Remember that. Haughty people. They become lovers of pleasure. More so than lovers of God. See, 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 whenever a person is a lover of pleasure, rather than being a lover of God, listen to me. He or she is a lover of pleasure because they distrust God. Listen to me carefully. Because everything I'm, I'm going to say down toward the end is very important. And see, again, there's an obvious agenda to cause folk to distrust the God of the Bible. Therefore, right now, the reason they're not saved, the reason they won't give their life to Jesus is because they think being saved is a boring life. They think the only thing that can bring them pleasure is sin. They think the only way to be happy 
is you got to be doing wrong. See, I got to preach it hard because the enemy is playing with folk mind. Causing them to miss out on living their best life. Thinking now they're getting turned up, but in actuality, you're getting turned out. But because that distrust is there, you won't do it God's way. You won't submit to God and don't realize that you're being deceived. I wish I had some folk that's good and saved this morning. To be a witness. That you live in your best life. I don't need no pretenders because I'm not playing. I need some folk who recognize in God, in Jesus. Man, I'm living my best life. Come on. Come on. Not only are we living our best life. But can I drop your rainbow? God ain't done with you yet. Tell my people I still got better. I got some bigger I want to release today. I know I'm right about it. I'm glad to be saved. I ain't nobody. I'm glad to be holy. Ain't nothing at all wrong with living a holy life. Oh yeah, I'm here to rep Jesus. I'm I'm here to rep God. I'm I'm here to do like David. I gotta boast on the God that I serve. I gotta brag on how far He has brought me. Oh yes, oh yes. See, it, it'll put running in your feet. This right here put clapping in your hands. I know what I'm talking. This will give you joy that drugs couldn't give you. This a high right here, innocent, never gave you. You better tell the truth. You better shame the devil. Be seated, because there's too many folks out here being deceived. Thinking you can't enjoy life without sin. And don't realize Beyonce, Megan the Stallion, they taking stroke folks straight to hell. Kirk Franklin taking folks straight to hell. But see, there's a distrust. Talk to folks about being saved. Ain't ready for that. That's a big change. It's a big lifestyle change. But it's for the better, though. But it's going to better you, sister. Look at Hebrews 11. Yeah, I'm coming in. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, you better, you better, you better underline that or take note. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, 
when he growed up. See, I'm glad the young folk down there because some of y'all need to grow up. Because God using this preacher to tell you, your sin is about to catch up with you. Your lifestyle you so proud of is about to catch up with you. But see if you'll grow up. See, when he became of age, I know I'm talking right. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy, watch this y'all, the passing pleasures of sin. Tell your neighbor, yeah, sin has pleasure. Let that sink in. Sin has pleasure. Some of my old saints don't like that. One thing I struggled with when I first started coming of age in the old church is just hearing the old saints say the same old thing, same old thing, that, 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 that I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't get it. And they would always say, you know, I thank God that he delivered me from a, and then they frown their face like they just sucking on something real bad. A miserable life of sin. And I remember I always be sitting, I'd be like, but I'm loving this stuff. That strip club we went to, man. What an ugly woman in that place. I just didn't have enough money. I just need that. So I'm, I'm just keeping it real. And see, they always talked about a miserable life of sin. See, they would have really helped me if they'd have told the truth and said, yeah, you enjoying it now. See, see, ever you got to tell on the devil. Because the devil will trick for He'll have him sitting right here listening, thinking he ain't talking about you, girl. Because you, you it. And everybody want to be you. Everybody want to be where you at. But see, notice he said the passing pleasures. See, the pleasure that singing gives is temporary. Ooh, teach it right, Pastor. And it comes with strings. I said, they come with strength. That's what the Lord said in Proverbs 10, 22, that the blessings, come on, say, of the Lord makes one rich. Wow, preacher. And he adds what? 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 There are no strings attached. See, Moses, when he grew up, he said, hey, I don't want to be called Pharaoh's, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Listen to what he said. He said, I'd rather suffer with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Why? What did Moses know? That if you suffer with him, I thought I had somebody. If you suffer, yeah, we go through on this side too. Yeah, we go through trials over here. But God make our trials to be a blessing. 
Come on, come on, come on. That's what separates a saint and a sinner. Everybody going through trouble, but God blesses us in our trouble. I'm going through trouble this morning, but I'm like Deacon Johnson. I know a blessing is up in it, and I know a blessing is coming up out of it. I got to close. I got to close. I got to close. Nobody said they're passing places of sin. And so when you look back at 1 Timothy, come on, I got to close. Look back at 1 Timothy 6 and 7. Got to let it go. 1 Timothy 6 and 7. Oh, Lord. 1 Timothy 6, 17. We're bringing it in. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty. Nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Tell your neighbor, you can be rich. You can be blessed without being high-minded. Teach it right, Pastor. You can have it going on without. Now listen, thinking you all that. Without thinking you better than everybody else. I know what I'm talking about. God will bless you real good. But it doesn't mean that you look down on everybody else. See, folk don't even know that people think everybody rich love money. No, there are folk that love money that ain't got a dime. Come on, and then there are folk like me that's got plenty of it, but I don't love it. I said I don't love it, but I know how to use it. Oh, y'all going to make me preach. I know how to use it to dress right. I know how to use it to drive right. I learned to use it to live right. You hear me? Don't you think that God can't bless you? There are folks in here, God has blessed them. But they know about themselves that they are blessed to be a blessing. No, 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 hold on. He blessed us richly. Listen. With all, listen, things to enjoy. Listen to me. Don't let the devil and demons fool you. God wants people to enjoy life. Come on. He just wants us to learn. To put our trust in him. Come on. So that as he blesses you. Come on somebody. No matter what he gives you. You refuse to worship the thing. More than you worship the one who gave you the things. I know I'm talking right. I I don't care how nice your car is. Don't you get caught washing your car at 10.15 a.m. on Sunday morning. No, don't you do that. Don't you do that. But this distrust that folk have for God, thinking that he don't want people to enjoy life, is just the opposite. Some of you in here right now, you struggling. 
God know you're not enjoying life. Because the only way to truly enjoy life, your trust has to be in him. Let's close in Proverbs 28. Oh, what a good word. What a good word. See, he blessed us richly with all things to do what? Enjoy. Enjoy. Okay, how much God bless you? Never take your trust out of him. It don't matter. It don't matter how much money he gives some of us. We still going to trust God. Come on, more than we trust that money. Am I right about that? The world always singing and rapping and bragging about getting the bag. I say, we, we want God. I said, we want God. Because, see, the world got the bag, but they bag got holes. Proverbs. Proverbs 28. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Don't let folk fool you. Then we set folks up and make them the poster for enjoying life. But people that folks set out in front of you, Want to make you think they got it going on? These folk miserable because they don't have God in their life. Proverbs 28 and 25, and then I'm going to break this down and be done. We dealt with that first verse. Let's deal with the second and then be done. Proverbs 28, 25, but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. Three things this means. Number one, you will be made fat. Come on. He who trusts in the Lord will be made fat. You will, number two, increase or be productive. Nobody's going to trust God and not be productive. No, he's going to make you fat. He's going to increase you. He's going to cause you, come on, to be productive. Are y'all here? Finally, you will, as I said earlier, enjoy life. I'm leaving this with the saints. If you truly trust in God the way you say you are, you realize he's given us richly all things to enjoy. What it leads to, and I want y'all to really hear me this morning. Is that when a person trusts God, of course you got to mature with this, but when you, when you trust God and you get, you get firm on trusting him, listen, listen to me because this is important. You're going to enjoy every aspect of life. See, listen, because that's what God wants. That means if you're married, you need to enjoy being married. Come on. If you're single, enjoy being single. I ain't getting that many amen. If you have children, enjoy those kids. No way you, you trust in God and, and, and you don't even recognize that your children are a blessing. I tell young parents, don't, don't make the mistake I made. I, I, I rushed my kids to get old. Not realizing that those were some of the f most precious moments. And if you got kids, enjoy kids. Ain't no hooping in the clothes or no hollering. 
If you're a grandparent, enjoy being a grandparent. That's part of your life. Enjoy it. If you work a job, that's it, so you need to enjoy that job. You need to enjoy that job. Now, every one of these things I'm naming has its own set of challenges. But he gave us all things for us to richly what? Enjoy. If you got a job and that job is a part of what God gave you, you need to get to working on enjoying that job. I'm close. If God gave you a business, enjoy managing that business. Even the challenges that come with that business, enjoy what you do. Know how what you do impact other people. Enjoy. Am I teaching right in the clothes? Ministry. If you're in ministry, enjoy ministry. Can y'all tell that I enjoy teaching? Can, can you sense that I enjoy preaching? Somebody say, yeah, Pastor, you go over. See, that, see, see look, that's enjoyment. I don't preach for money. I don't, I don't get nothing extra when I go over. I enjoy it. Counseling folk, I enjoy it. That's ministry. Listen, I'm going to drop one on you. I enjoy church. I like coming to church. I like seeing the saints. Come on. Come on. How did y'all go in the club? You didn't go in the club, sad. Nobody had to tell you enter the gates of the club. Happy? You did it anyhow. But David said, I was glad. I love coming to church. I love praising God with y'all. I enjoy this. And even in trials, battling in your body, whatever you're going through, trust God and enjoy life. Look at your neighbor and say, if you trust God, you should be enjoying yourself some life. Tell your neighbor, living, not just existing. Come on, stand to your feet and give him a praise. Come on, I want all my happy folk. We pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.